0: What's up everybody, right
1: after review, I am one of your hosts, Tanner, and with me I have the beautiful, the gorgeous,
2: Rocket the Raccoon.
1: Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, Yeah.
0: I
2: can't can't believe it, we're here to talk about something that, it's been so long and there's kind of been like a bit we've been running in the podcast from the second movie for years.
1: Yeah, so it, if you're like a new listener or just haven't listened to some of our first episodes, in episode three of the mainline show of the All You Can Hear podcast, which would be like middle, May 15th, 2017 is when it would have come out. So almost six years ago to the day, um, we reviewed Guardians of the Galaxy 2. This before we had any sort of spinoff, anything. And uh, immediately we're go we're we're like okay we're gonna give a spoiler filled review of Guardians two and then Colton Wenzel famously just screamed that Yondu dies.
2: Yeah, Yondu is dead. Uh, spoilers. Oh, um, yeah, I mean, spoiler alert. Uh, he's still dead. He yeah, definitely, not, still dead.
1: yeah definitely still dead. Yeah, definitely still dead. Um, So here we are, again, in like a full circle kind of moment, I guess completing just one more circle of the AYCH canon. Colt and I today are going to give you a spoiler-filled review of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3.
2: Yeah! We're not going to be doing a full breakdown thing.
1: No, yeah, definitely not like a full second-by-second. I think if we did that, we would go like eight hours.
2: And I don't want to.
1: And I I, I I don't want to. Um, But I, I want to say before we actually get into the movie, and we kind of did this uh, last time with Dungeons & Dragons, which, by the way, you should also go listen to that as well, and all of our right-after reviews that we've done over the years. Um, So obviously we're on AMC Popcorn Bucket Watch.
2: Yes, yes, yes.
1: Uh, so the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 bucket was like a chest that said Guardians of the Galaxy on it. But it also came with a, if not a foot, nearly a foot tall, detachable figure, like statue of Rocket. Um,
2: and That's pretty sick. Uh, pretty I think that's sick. my favorite popcorn bucket that I've ever had. Didn't get one, but it's still really cool.
1: I found out $50.
2: Ooh, yep. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was funny because Riley and I were in line. I was like, oh, Riley, we really have to get it. We have to get it. She's like, no. She, I was like, it's probably 30 bucks. And that seems so worth it for a figure. She was like, yeah, no. if Because if, I told her last time when we bought the the Dungeons and Dragons popcorn bucket, I was like, it's only $10. We have to get it. And It was 30. Um, So if I would have told her this one was 30 and it ended up being 50, I think she would divorce me.
2: <laughs> you could have pranked her and uh, like coughed really loud when they said the price.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. How much is it? Hey, I just did it like that. They she also had know. a Guardians of the Galaxy sandwich holder as well.
2: What the fuck does that look like?
1: It, it was literally, you know how like when you're eating a burger that's wrapped and like the way you unfold the paper so like half the burger sticking out.
2: Yeah, sure, but I never yeah. do that. But I see yeah, all I'm, stuff.
1: I imagine if the of paper it was fucking plastic. Oh, boy! And it was five extra dollars on top of your burger.
2: <laughs> was it like modeled after anything guardians related no, was it, it, it was
1: it was literally just guardians like branded oh, yeah, like it had a little logo on it, and that was it but I, at the same time, it was only five dollars, so you know, and I'm sure it's probably going for thirty or forty bucks on eBay right now, oh,
2: yeah, that shit will go. That's like funding someone's college,
1: yeah, I'm hoping our Riley looked last night and our the D20 bucket's going for like 95 bucks on That's eBay. So <laughs> it's the AMC popcorn bucket market is uh it's pretty fucked.
2: Yeah, it is. So I t- like f- what I'm learning is you should go to theaters whenever they have these popcorn bucket things and just buy the popcorn bucket. If you don't even care about the movie, just buy a popcorn bucket well, and resell uh- it on the Internet. At a well, so, date. like,
1: the Rocket one is already going for so much. I told Riley, I was like, Riley, we can buy two of them, sell this one, and it will pay for the other one. Because it's going for, like, anywhere between, like, $100 is about the average price I've seen for it on eBay. So we could have bought two of them, sold one, and, uh... Which, I guess, that's what a scalper is, I, I guess. And I Yeah, think... but, uh... It it's seems like too budget. much effort for for, like... A popcorn bucket. Now, if there was a popcorn bucket that was like, hey, I'll buy this for $1,500, yeah. I'll get real shitty real quick.
2: Like, like, I understand that scalping is bad, but, like, like I think it's bad for, like, tickets or, like, toys, anything like that. But it's a popcorn bucket.
1: Yeah, it 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 is weird. I wonder, because there's so many big movies coming out this summer, I do wonder, like, which movies will get popcorn buckets. Because there's really no rhyme or reason. Like Mario had one, but it wasn't plastic; it was metal. And yeah. then, like Creed Three had one, and fuck, what else this year has had one? Ant Man and Dungeons and Dragons. So there's
2: Oppenheimer should get one. It's just the bomb. It's just fucking. It. <laughs> <laughs> or like Both a mushroom cloud.
1: Honestly, you know, because the big story of the summer is Oppenheimer versus Barbie. They should do two popcorn buckets. One is a life-size Barbie, and the other one is a, a nuke.
2: I was thinking of Barbie's car, because I feel like that's iconic for Barbie.
1: Well, yeah, and you could pop the trunk, and that's where you keep the popcorn. Okay, I, honestly, though, Cole.
2: I AMC, hit us up, AMC. <laughs> AMC,
1: hit us up, AMC. AMC, hit us up. But yeah, who knows. But we're not here to talk about just popcorn buckets.
2: No, oh, no, no, no. That's we're a different here. podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the next episode of Backlog Boys. Um we're here to talk about Guardians 3. Colt I I think first I, I I think we should just go full hog into it and so I I was excited for this movie cuz uh Colt my wife and I all went together uh and I'm sitting in the middle of Riley and Colt. Literally the movie starts and again we're not going to see my scene. But literally the movie starts and it's it starts with, like, Baby Rocket, but then it ages to, like, current-day Rocket pretty quickly, and it's playing fucking uh, Radiohead.
2: Yep, creep. And,
1: and, and, Colt, I don't I don't want to out you here, but Colt's already, like, kind of sobbing, and he turns to me, he, he goes, this is a full five. He's like, I'm, I'm, I know it. He was like, this is a full five.
2: And, like, uh, they were clearly pandering to me, uh, I love Radiohead and Guardians of Galaxy movies are my favorite of the Marvel stuff. So they're obviously getting the full five just from that first scene. Yeah, like, because we were,
1: I distinctly remember Guardians 1 comes out and like we were excited for it, but we we're like, oh, it's kind of like this new thing. Like, it was really the first like group that they did with the MCU that was, was like relatively unknown. Like prior to guardians, you got like the big, the big ones out of the way. Um, and you know, we really like guardians one. I I believe Colt, correct me if I'm wrong. Everybody in our group loves guardians too.
2: I think so. Yeah.
1: Um, which I've learned in recent years, quite a divisive opinion amongst MCU heads.
0: Which is crazy. I,
1: yeah I, I agree. It's a phenomenal movie. I come out of Guardians Three, and I would have to do a couple of rewatches. But my initial gut reaction is that this is the MCU's peak. this This is as this is better than any singular movie they've ever done before
2: i I agree. i it could be just because I love everything about this movie. this yeah. Uh, When it comes to the aesthetic, the sci-fi, space, spaceship, blah, 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 aliens, that stuff is some of my favorite shit. And uh, just James Gunn directing this shit. Oh. Oh. We should go ahead and say that this, uh, we loved it. We uh, fully loved it and that this will be nothing but spoilers. So uh, if you're not ready for that, close your ears and go to bed.
1: <laughs> Good night. Yeah, even though it's Saturday morning when this is dropping. Um so yeah, it's I, I was I we were both excited for this movie, but like we both agree that the MCU has kind of had like ebbs and flows since yeah. since coming back from the, the pandemic. Like like in my opinion, they have dropped some real stinkers. Um and also I think they've dropped a few, a few hot ones. You know, you you got your Spider Mans, you got your Black Panther twos. Those are good. But then you have like some of the more div- uh, again divisive stuff: Thor, Love and Thunder, Ass. The Eternals. Good. Yeah. No, Black Widow. Good.
2: Uh, that um, one's fine.
1: Yeah, and stuff like that. And then you have your your middling stuff. But it's it, it, it's not usually with the MCU, at least from what I and I've seen. Literally every fucking movie. Um, is, is that usually there's a period of like a few hot ones, a few like pretty good ones, and then like a bad one. I, I will say, in my opinion, I don't. And this, I mean, this is going to sound very fanboy. And it is, but I, there's not an MCU movie, except probably one that I just full on dislike. Um, the rest of them, I think, at least have a likable quality about them. And again the top tier of the MCU I hold in in high regard. I mean, like, it's kind of like comparing... I, I, I don't know. It's like comparing your a childhood favorite cartoon to, like, a uh, fucking incredibly animated, like, anime, I guess, would be the closest thing to compare it to. Like, is it the best movie ever? Like, or are they the best movies ever? No, but from, nah. like... Of my brain perspective, I'm like, I I eat that shit up. I mean, Gar- and Guardians 3 is the height of that, where, do I think Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is the greatest movie of all time? No. Obviously, no, like, that would be crazy. But like, it is, I don't want to say far and away, and again, I need to do some rewatches, but it's my favorite movie of the 2020 so far. Like, uh,
0: full stop, uh-huh. I, I think it is my favorite. Um,
1: there's a few things that come close. RRR comes close. Spider Man comes close. Uh, fucking Avatar Two, uh, e- the Final Evangelion Rebuild, Red Rocket, Last Duel, stuff like that. You know, is kind of in that upper echelon. But from a movie that I experienced the most joy and like made me the most emotional, and like I was an active participant in watching the most, it's it's Guardians Three.
2: That, that's fair. Also, uh, uh, we watched this movie in 3D. That's how we watched it.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which was... I don't know how I keep fucking doing this. But this is probably like the fourth or fifth movie in the last year I've accidentally bought 3D tickets to. And I'm sure at the time...
0: um,
1: it. I'm sure at the time I knew they were 3D. But I bought these tickets a month before we saw it. Yeah. So I guess I just, like, fucking forgot. But I I don't think I ever mentioned it was 3D. I think I just saw the showtime. I was like, 645? That works. And yeah. so we saw it in 3D. I'm uh, glad oh, we
2: watched it in 3D, because this is the second 3D movie I've seen in the past month or so. Uh, but it's been, like, 10 years since my last 3D movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Technology's gotten way better.
1: Uh, yeah, the, the I, 3D I, this is the in best,
2: this movie was... Yeah. The best 3D you can ever have in a movie ever it was so good the visuals and like uh just the one scene that keeps getting in my head is the scenes with um adam warlock flying mm-hmm. uh it reminded me a lot of the scene from um the rocks angry movie
0: like
1: adam
2: black adam yes it reminded me of that with the camera lens uh being fish-eyed on his head yeah but in 3d that looks crazy
1: yeah, no, it, it looked really good. There was a fight scene towards the end of the movie where all the Guardians are in the hallway, and they're just fighting, like, the swarm of enemies, and I feel like that scene in particular was made for 3D.
0: Yes. Like,
1: because you, you have your the Guardians, like, punching holes through the enemies, and, like, their fists coming out of the... Sc- like, it, I mean, it was really cool. It seemed like it was made for 3D. At least that scene was made with 3D in mind. So I really appreciated that, because I it seemed like for a little bit we got away from like early 2010s. We got away from people doing 3d and then people were like, but actually we can, we can just film our movies, make a 3d version and then charge like $3 more for people to go see it. And like, there's no difference in, in the movie. Like there's no added impact of watching it in 3d or not. Yeah. But now we've kind of cycled back where there's like, a legitimate reason to see movies in 3D.
2: I'm kind of uh, sad I didn't watch Avatar 2 in 3D now that I've seen the Mario movie and uh, this. Well,
1: Colt, I bet you'll have an opportunity to do so. <laughs> oh, yeah, I will. I would be fucking... Well, you know, they've already released Avatar. It came out... There were special showings of it for Earth Day, which was like two 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 and a half weeks ago at this point. But, um... It, I would be shocked if it doesn't have another small theatrical run before Avatar three next year. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's it's crazy. Like again, I I expected both Colt and myself to really enjoy this movie, but we came out of it. We were like, "Holy shit, that's like," pin, pin, like I don't know what the the MCU to me now has such a void in it with, uh, because, spoilers, last Guardians movie. Um. Yes. At, at last least Guardians
2: the, of Galaxy movie with this with With Guardians.
1: this team, yes. Uh, but I feel like there's such a void now, uh, with like, because obviously that's like, you close this book of, like, all three of the Guardians movies being really good, you know, uh, like, sort of a self-contained thing. And, the MCU just doesn't have that now. Like, they can make all the TV shows that they want, but they, they have tied up a lot of loose ends. And, I mean, I, I guess with Spider-Man, but even Spider-Man seems like it's getting a sort of soft reboot with the next one. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, you have Thor, but the end of Love and Thunder, again, it, it seemed like a passing of the torch moment. And, ah, shit. I mean, <laughs> I, I I don't know what they can do next. Like, as far as the MCU goes, I'm interested to, to, maybe if you feel that way, or maybe I'm totally in the dark here.
2: Yeah, I mean, since we're already doing uh, spoilers, at the end of the
1: movie,
2: uh, there's, like, a new team of the Guardians. The new Guardians of the Galaxy, essentially. Has a little girl, um, oh fuck, Yondu's little boy, also known as, uh, Sean Gunn.
1: Sean Gunn, (laughs) who's also not related to Yondu.
2: Yeah, he's not not at all. And we got Groot, super big tank beast mode Groot, mm-hmm. which is my favorite Groot that we've I've seen. Beautiful. Uh, Fuck Rocket of course, and Rocket's the new leader. Now that uh everybody else left him in the dust, uh like he almost died and they said, "All right, bye." And, and uh
1: and Adam Warlock.
2: And Adam Warlock. Adam <laughs> Warlock, I'm glad they uh Made him as fun as they did. I mean, I'm saying this as someone that did not read any comics with Adam Warlock, but I really enjoyed him in this movie. Him and his little yeah, pet ex- creature.
1: Yeah, they essentially made Adam Warlock like a child, because they were like, oh, we took him out too early. And he's essentially a baby. Um. Yeah. Which, I. so I guess from a timeline perspective, because it has been so long since Guardians 2, like in the MCU timeline, so I guess when they took him out, they consider his birth and in MCU years, I guess he'd be like nine in the current timeline. Assuming that guardians three is, is the latest point in the timeline. Like it takes place. The latest, I guess he'd be like a nine year old. Yeah. Um,
2: and the little girl, by the way, is file I I don't know anything about her. This is the first time I've ever heard of her. Uh, I don't think they say her name in the movie, but I know they don't. And, uh, She's apparently really cool.
1: Yeah, cuz I was so confused cuz it's like, oh, all these characters we've seen. This is the mid-credit scene, by the way. Um it's like all the characters we've come to like at least know and then just like this random little girl. I I guess we should give a I'll give a little bit of a story so not oh,
2: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: just so people like kind of know what we're looking at. So essentially, the uh, movie starts, Guardians are on nowhere. Um you know, you have your little thing on Rocket, and, um, Adam Warlock essentially breaks into nowhere. Um.
2: Really awesome fight sequence. Yeah,
1: super awesome fight scene. He has a really cool one with Nebula, which also they do this new thing with Nebula in the movie, where, like, anytime Nebula gets, like, really fucked up, she, like, pops back into place, like, super weird, but it, it actually looks good. The CG in this movie, I, like, Say this is peak about, Marvel
2: CG. They put yeah, all this their is, effort into this.
1: Yes, this is probably the best CG there's ever been in a Marvel movie. Like, I'm sure there will be some weird, random, one-off screenshot when this movie has a home release in three months, and people are like, oh, actually, this looks like shit, but... Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, it's kind of... Watching
1: happened. it with a naked fucking human eye, it looks fucking fantastic. Which is saying something, considering there's a lot of fucking not-real animals in the movie. Um... And Rocket gets, like, onto on the brink of death in this movie. Because uh, so Adam the,
2: Warlock blasted the shit out. Yeah, of he, it.
1: like, blasted shit out of Rocket. So that leaves uh, Star-Lord, Drax, Nebula, Mantis, and Groot. And they go try to find where Rocket came from so they can get, essentially, a passkey to override... what what do they call it uh uh, essentially a self-destruct yeah yeah. because if
2: anybody messes with his heart that thing's gonna
1: explode yeah it it, it will kill him um so they have to go find that and like that's kind of where the whole story takes place and we get a lot of rocket background information um which Which is the saddest
2: mcu thing that they've ever had if you ask me
1: it's It's up there, I find it interesting that, um James Gunn originally wanted to do a rocket and group solo movie before Guardians Three, and that's where all of this like background character information would have been in. um, but I don't think this movie would have been near as good if you don't have that stuff in it, yeah, because like,
2: holy shit, all like I was super invested in the rocket background stuff, which I've already. Kind of knew about because I played the Telltale Gardens of the Galaxy game and it kind of mm-hmm. had a full chapter based on it. But man, just seeing these little animals hang around together super heartbreaking. Just what it's like a little bunny rabbit with spider legs, a walrus with wheels, uh, and then an otter with robot arms. Yeah, very sad. I was very sad when all of them, spoiler alert, uh, except for a rocket, get killed.
1: Yeah, and uh, it was it's the High Evolutionary who's, like, the main enemy in the movie. Rocket fucks up his face, though, the, and, I, I, again, we're skipping around just because, you know, we're not going to sit here and give you a play-by-play of a 25 movie. Oh,
2: no, 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 no. Movie.
1: But the High Evolutionary's face, like, reveal at the end of the movie, fucking incredible. I think it's an actual practical effect. Um, yeah, it looks like really Warp. good. Yeah, it looks, and if it is like CG, it looks I, I couldn't tell a difference in it being practical or not. It looks really fucking cool. Um, imagine uh, Gus Fring when he dies in Breaking Bad. Spoiler if you haven't watched Breaking Bad. It, oh, shit,
2: that, he spoiled something else.
1: Fucking season four has been out for, what, over a decade? That's on you at this point. Um, but it's his whole face. <laughs> um, it's really, it's really fucking good. Uh, but y- you get the story of, like, the Guardians, and they never say it, but you get, and I, I it's the one thing I hate is that they used it in the marketing material, because I want, like, I I want to say I feel like the, the marketing didn't, like, play a role in how I think of the movie, because you definitely, like, feel the vibes of, like, okay, this is their last grand adventure together, like, there's just something, like, you can tell in the movie like they're all willing to get together like one last time for rocket to save rocket and i and i really wish they hadn't used it in the marketing for the movie cuz i think this movie works even better if you go into this movie not not knowing i guess like and the, the trailers
2: revealed yeah. that rocket was uh dying
1: well no, I'm talking about, because, like, in the marketing material for the movie, they say, oh, this is the Guardians' last ride.
2: Oh, yeah. And yeah, shit yeah. like that.
1: No, because they never, like, say that Rocket is dying in the trailers, but you get a feeling that Rocket's going to die in the movie. Oh, yeah. So I do I do appreciate that, where they actually did manage to, to bait and switch, uh, even though I think I speak for at least both of you and I, we both cried when we thought Rocket was dying. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, like, the very beginning of the movie with uh, Rocket listening to the creep. I thought he was dead. I thought it was over. Uh, he was gone for good. This is it. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, honestly, like, he gets so fucked up at the beginning of the movie. Like, I, I was like, oh, my God, they killed him in the first 15 fucking minutes. <laughs> Which made me also really sad because, like, the last scene of him and Peter together. is like Peter yelling at him because Peter's drunk because he's trying to get over Gamora, which I do like what they've done with Gamora here. It is that Gamora has pretty much is the leader of the Ravengers now.
2: Yeah. Like, even though it is the, it is Gamora and she's not there with the same memories. Uh, but like as she hangs around him throughout the entire movie, uh, she slowly reveals the same Gamora that yeah. uh, died originally. Yeah, it's, it, it's the same person, same character, it's just she needs time to develop.
1: Yeah, it, that's one thing I thought. It feels like Guardians 1 Gamora again. Not in a bad way.
2: No, it's yeah, just, yeah.
1: It, it's Guardians 1 Gamora again. But also with like a little bit more... What What's like a word I'm trying to think of? I guess a little bit more character in a way
0: because like so
1: it's so weird because like if if you remember if you for some reason haven't watched you know a lot of Marvel stuff recently is this Gamora comes from the timeline where prior to Thanos being killed she is still aligned with Thanos but she's thinking about betraying Thanos and leaving them yeah so, like she has she has that good intent in her, but, like she joins the Ravengers, and the ravengers aren't in like aren't a group of villains. They're not bad guys. like it's the same group Yondu was in. You know, Peter was a ravenger for a long time. it It's just it, pretty much her becoming kind of like a mm, like an anti hero almost, um, yeah. It's pretty much like her bringing out like her the darker edges of her character that we do see in Guardians One and Guardians Two, um, but that's like her full, de- fully developed character now. Is that she's just that person?
0: Yeah, and I mean,
1: it, it makes sense what they did with with her. I I, I honestly kind of wish. Like I don't know. I I still feel weird about them bringing Gamora back after Gamora dies in, in Infinity War. I feel weird they brought her back in Endgame, even though it's not the version of her that died. And I always thought it was weird that Peter still has like this crush, like obsession with her, which he he does get over in the movie. Like he like he grows. I wouldn't
2: necessarily say over. Because they yeah, were just, not, they were formed a different kind of relationship, kind of like a starting over.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a different relationship. Because like Gamora, t- at the end, like when they're parting ways, Gamora goes, "I bet we were fun." And Peter's like, "Yeah, we, yeah, we were. We, we really were." And it was like a really sweet moment. Um, but Cole, I I want to ask you because I, I think there's several moments in the movie you could point towards. What to you was your favorite scene in the movie?
2: Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Uh, My favorite scene, probably... (sighs) You you fucking threw me on the spot because I wasn't even thinking about my favorite scene. (laughs)
0: Let
2: me think. Because there's a lot of cool shit in this movie, okay? Okay.
1: No, there. So, I mean, it is two and a half hours, so it is a pretty long runtime. I don't know where that would rank it in the terms of MCU, but it's definitely greater third of like in length. Um, I
2: did enjoy the scene where the high, fuck, high evolutionary, evolutionary uh, gets absolutely wrecked at the end of
1: the movie. Oh, just um, all of them just. Just Go doing, doing him. the
2: Uzumaki barrage on him. Everybody got a hit on him. Uh, even though they let him live to die. Something weird going on there.
1: I, I also really... Weird morality stuff in this movie.
2: <laughs> really, really liked the scenes with the uh, all the animals. Just the mm-hmm. specifically the ones where they're like, the sky. And they're looking up and saying, like, my name's going to be Lila. My name's gonna be Floor because I'm on the floor.
1: And uh, what was the walrus's name? My name's Teeth because I've got teeth. Even though we all have teeth, mine are the most prominent. That was uh, that that
2: stands out.
1: Yeah. Um. So I, I think my favorite scene in the movie is so rockets on like the brink of death. They've gotten this code to like override his like self destruction heart thing, and um. He's like in it's all white and you see the shadow of Lila and like she comes into view and Lila's like, Oh, the oh, Rocket, you're here, like we can't believe it and Rocket's like, Oh, he he was like I he was like, I'm so tired and talking about all this and and Lila's like, "Don't worry, I'm here flying with our friends." And then Teefs and Floor come into view because, like, Rocket's big dream was, uh, Rocket wanted him, Lila, Teefs, and Floor to go flying together. Because um, the high, evo- they were under the assumption that they were going to get to live in the high evolutionaries' like perfect society, but actually, they're just like another junk batch. So they were all going to get incinerated essentially. And the reason the high evolutionaries. Uh, after Rocket, because he's still... Rocket's still the only creation he's ever had with, like, the ability to, like, have, like, to learn, I guess, to, like, have, like, not muscle memory, but, like, an academic mind. Yeah. Which I found really interesting. Um, But anyways, and Lila's like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm fine with all of her friends, and Rocket's like, can I come? And Lila's like, yeah, come on! And then it cuts, and, like, rocket's fucking heart stops beating and like he's clinically dead and then like peter's like no like
2: screaming
1: so like and not in like the funny like mcu like did that just happen way like an actual like pretty emotional moment and peter starts doing like cpr compressions on him and and then it cuts and we're back in the like the white space and lila goes but not yet. And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> like he ain't fucking going yet, boys. Um, and, and Rocket uh ends up pulling through and, and coming back to life. Which I was surprised. I really thought Rocket was dying in this movie.
2: Yeah, I thought Rocket was dying. I, I thought at least, spoiler, I thought someone would die uh, on the main cast. Nobody died.
1: Yeah. No. Even though died. Peter
2: Quill there's a scene where he's out in space freezing to death with his face bloating up from the, uh, the being in space shit. I thought that was it. I don't think he's coming back, but thanks. I think the Adam Warlock, Adam uh, Warlock saved him <laughs> with a very funny scene of God. And, uh, uh, was it God and David? Sure. I can't remember the art piece. It's the one where the gods reaching out, touching his hand.
1: They're touching fingers. Yeah. They yeah. do that with Adam Warlock and, fucking bloated up frozen Peter. But, so, in the movie, um, after they save Rocket, they, they're on the High Evolutionary ship, and you find out that the High Evolutionary has, like, all these kids that he wants to form the next perfect society with. But also, like, they don't say it in the movie, but, like, he's pretty much going to kill all these kids. Um Yeah. Because, because they're a junk batch, because hit, the High Evolutionary wants to get Rocket's brain and then develop another batch to send to a new perfect society. And so they're on the High Evolutionary ship. And there there's a moment in the movie where I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh my god, James Gunn is going to Suicide Squad this, and he's going to kill every single fucking Guardian. <laughs> I, I, I was convinced, because... I, All of them are on the ship at the same time. You got Gamora, Groot, Mantis, Drax, Peter, Nebula, and Rocket. Yep. All all on the high evolutionary ship. And it's like self-destructing, blowing up, but they're saving all the kids. And, spoiler, Rocket also uh, is saving the animals.
2: Yeah, there's a very... The the most emotional scene for me, personally, was him going up to a cage of baby raccoons. And uh, just... Seeing himself in these little creatures, and uh, which is also is very, how he learns he's
1: actually a raccoon.
2: Yeah, because uh, he looks at the cage and it says uh, location Earth, a species raccoon. Very good.
1: Um, uh, w- and it is funny because there is a very, albeit very Marvel moment where you go, they go like, "Oh, what are you doing?" And he goes, "I'm Rocket Raccoon," and you're just like, "Oh, that's the full name." That's what everybody's been calling you for years. Um, but anyways, and I I really thought I was like, oh, my God, I don't know how James Gunn managed. But before he goes for the DC, you know, stuff, he, they he got the OK to kill every fucking Guardian. <laughs> and I, I was honestly convinced it was they were going to like Rogue One us and kill all the Guardians.
2: Yeah. Uh, thankfully, they didn't.
1: I'm I'm glad they didn't cuz there's still a lot of interesting places that can go with the Guardians.
2: I mean um, speaking of going somewhere fucking uh, Star-Lord's getting the Legendary Star-Lord series. Yeah, I'm assuming so, it's a series, not a movie.
1: So I the in-credit the scene, so P, at the end of the movie, Peter goes back to Earth, visits his grandpa, and then there's a post-credit scene. Um, where Peter is just talking to his grandpa, they're having a conversation about like Peter cutting the neighbor's grass or something. Um, and then it cuts, and it says the legendary Star Lord will return. I have to take that, and Cole, I mean you do too. I think it's a series. I don't know. A a Star Lord focused movie would seem weird. With without the guardians, but I know you were talking about. There's a lot of like really cool side characters and stuff that.
2: Yeah, like uh, in the Guardians of the Galaxy video game with uh, Square Enix, that one uh, it gives you a little taste of it. I can't remember what the group is called, but there's like a space police that is in the game. I'm assuming he's going to be part of the space police, and it's also connected to Captain Marvel's whole situation. So it's also possible we see Star Lord in the marvels somehow i don't know yeah. exactly if that's gonna happen but if it does
1: i'm here for it also just thought of this so remember how at the end of spider-man the the thing that happens is everybody on earth forgets who uh, spider-man is like they all forget that peter parker is spider-man yeah Pete, Peter Quill technically wasn't on Earth, but now he's on Earth. So I wonder if maybe that's a way they they loop that in. That's true. Uh, the, the, there is a lot of interesting places they can go with it. Obviously, that uh, like Colt said, that the Marvels they can go the Spider-Man route with it. I'm trying to, pretty pretty much any Marvel character that's on Earth currently. I mean. It, Peter could do something with the Secret Invasion. That series comes out fairly soon. Um, I, that's actually the next big Marvel thing. I think it comes out maybe at the end of the month or in June.
2: Oh, it does? I thought that was way further off.
1: No, let me let me make sure I'm not lying to you. But I'm Secret Invasion comes out June 21st.
2: Jesus Christ! Okay. Yeah.
1: So, that, so that's pretty soon. So maybe it has something to do with that. So There is a lot of interesting directions with it. But I was a little disappointed that they didn't tease that we were going to get this new Guardians team that we see in the mid-credit role in some way. I, I still think we do eventually. Um, But it was really disappointing. Because uh, Will Poulter as Adam Warlock, fantastic.
2: Yes, very funny, very good.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, he's not like a great villain. Per se, he essentially nah. playing as like, uh, what's his people called the the gold people from Guardians? I can't
2: remember what they're called. I just remember
1: it's just a word. Uh. Like, well, obviously, it's just a word, but it's just like a regular word. It's not like a special like name of a race. It's just like yeah, just a regular ass word. But anyways, um, he's essentially like they're dummy. So, but he's also again a child, um. Just you know, Will Bolt, Will Poulter, like obviously super powerful and shit. But um, yeah, I, I I really wish they would have at least been like, and the guard, the new Guardians will return or some shit, because they give Groot his coolest design in my opinion that he's ever had in the MCU. Because it's like he he's way bigger than he was, but he also looks like like King Groot, like his head like, the top of his head's, like, a crown, almost, and, like, but he looks older in the face, similar to the first one, but instead of being, like, tall and slender, he's still, like, super, like, buff and bulky, and he's also still tall. Yeah. Um, So he has a really cool fucking design, and, yeah, I really hope that they do something with that in the future, and part of me thinks they will, especially with, I mean, you have two completely CG characters, uh, and then you have, like, I can't, I feel like you don't introduce a kid into it unless you plan on doing something. I don't know, but... Oh, I really fuck. hope they, they end up doing something with that team.
2: While I remember it, is there's also a very, very fucked up scene at the end of the movie where <laughs> Groot is uh, not... The voice is not modified at all. It's just straight up Vin Diesel saying, <laughs> I love you
1: guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't... I don't know... What happened? <laughs> to fucking, because Vin Diesel did not sound like that in the fucking first Guardians movie.
2: No, no, there was multiple times throughout this movie where Groot it just was, was just literally Vin, Diesel.
1: Vin Diesel. It was like Vin Diesel took his phone while on the set of fucking Fast X and went, "I am, I am Groot." Groot. <laughs> but yeah, literally the end of the movie, Groot go like when they're all saying their goodbyes because Peter ends up saying, "Hey, I'm quitting the guard or." The Guardians are going to go on indefinite hiatus because I want to go back to Earth. Mantis says Mantis wants to do what's good for her, and then Drax and Nebula agree to rebuild Nowhere. Gamora goes back off with the Ravengers, and then it's kind of assumed that Groot and Rocket are also still on Nowhere, but they have reformed the Guardians. Yes. um, With this this new team that we mentioned. Uh, But yeah, Groot straight up fucking Vin Diesel just says, I love you guys. Like, no modification whatsoever. It, it was so jarring. Like, I turned to Colt, like, as soon as it happens, and Colt turns to me, and we're just like, what the fuck?
2: <laughs> and I, I I couldn't tell from the moment, but I feel like the entire theater was like, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah no, it definitely was. The whole theater was like, what? Because <laughs> it wasn't, like, the group voice at all. It was just Vin Diesel. It was so funny. Speaking of Colt, I'm trying. Uh, help me remember. There was one moment in the movie where a guy, like three seats down from you, just fucking. Oh shit! Yelps. Do you remember what part of the movie it was? It was like at the
2: very beginning of the movie. Yeah, Not it the wasn't
1: too far in the movie. Like,
2: I just remember him going. Yay! It was like a, <laughs> it was very. It was a very strange laugh.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like it was obviously a laugh, but the guy just goes. And, that, and that's it. And, it's, I, Colt was like, "Oh, I didn't think it was that fucking funny." Uh, <laughs> but it was it was so jarring because the guy just fucking yelps out of nowhere. It was, it was really good. Uh, we had a pretty good theater experience. Yeah. It was a it was a pretty f- full theater. Um, <laughs> Colt and I were like looking at other theaters in the area, seeing what they were like, because. Uh, Let's just say, go listen to this uh, summer blockbuster fantasy league episode, and you'll know why there's some stakes to how well Guardians does this weekend. Uh, So, if you're listening to this on Saturday, please do me a favor and go see Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Please. Uh, I have a personal stake in it. Uh, So, yeah, we were checking, and like most of them were pretty well, but I would say our theater was about 90 to 95% packed.
2: Yeah, it was pretty packed by the yeah. time it actually started. It's—I t- don't understand. It's not just this movie, but movies in general. People wait till last second to get in the theater. I don't understand how people can do that, or they'll get it. in there right as it's starting.
1: Cole, I do not get it because our th- so they started like the pre-roll for the trailers like five minutes late. So it was like seven twenty when the actual movie starts, and this is a six forty-five showing. Yeah. Uh, and it was like 7.20 when the movie starts. And there were, like, people like filed in up until, like, they were showing the last trailer, which was the Marvel's trailer, I think, was the last one they showed? Some. I think. Also, just want to say, we had a triple shot banger. They showed the Dune Part 2 trailer, the, the newest Oppenheimer trailer, and the new Ooh. Transformers trailer back to back to back. And I just look at Colt and I go, I think the fucking movies are back.
2: Get all three of those trailers, the first time I saw all three of those...
1: Yes, same.
2: Oh my god, it's so good. If they showed the Barbie trailer, I would have, like, done the like the famous uh, Vince McMahon like, fall back in my chair thing.
1: I... Yeah. <laughs> I was really hoping they were going to show the Barbie trailer after Oppenheimer, but uh, they showed the new Transformers trailer. Listen, I'm not a huge Transformers head. I'm fucking stoked <laughs> for Transformers.
2: I'm a pretty uh, decently-sized Transformer head, and uh, I'm very, very, very excited for this. It's so good-looking. Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. Let them come. Let them come. we got to get Patrick to make a fucking soundboard. Yeah. For nothing else, but to us to just take the fucking soundbite of... is, Is it Optimus that's saying that, or is it the fucking gorilla? It's Optimus. Okay, when Optimus, just in the Transformers tra- if you watch any of the fucking Transformer trailers of, from the past year, Optimus, in, like, towards the end of the trailer, every time, just goes, let them come. And it's just it's so fucking funny every time I hear it. I don't know what it is. Um, that was semen. I, I- <laughs> whoa, whoa, but, uh, Colt, before we, I guess, wrap up here with Guardians, unless you have some super Imposing thoughts you have to say. I thought um, it was
2: really cool. They this is the first Marvel movie to include a Vocaloid song.
1: Oh, yeah. Colt told me that on the way to the theater. I go, What? And then when it happens in the movie, Colt's like, There it is.
2: <laughs> See, it's because I've been hearing it all over TikTok and I love it. It's just a simple little song where the Vocaloids sang uh, dog breeds and I love it. It's very fun and charming. Man.
1: Yeah, it was, it was good.
2: But was the good. downside of that is that everyone that made that song or listened to that song is dead because the fucking High Evolutionary killed everyone. Yeah, Billions of people died movie. in this movie. I think this is the highest death count in a Marvel movie uh, other than the in-game stuff.
1: Yeah, other or than Infinity, Infinity War when everybody gets blipped, but they all come back, so you can't even yeah. count that anymore. But yeah, no, there there's, there's a... On top of everybody, they just show, and this movie's pretty gruesome too. Like, gruesome is probably not a good word to use because it's not like fucking gory, but like, they show a lot of like pretty crazy kills, like in the movie. Like, I I, I don't know. Like, you know, everybody was like, oh, Doctor Strange is going to be the first rated R Marvel movie because they show some gory stuff and it doesn't. Also, First time a character says fuck in a Marvel movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, because they got that one F word. They're going to say it one time.
1: And it's for a throwaway joke about a car. It's actually really good. Very well. Because it's it really done. Completely well done. off guard where Peter just tells Nebula, like, you're going to press the button and open the fucking door. And it's just like, whoa. Uh, I would have loved to have seen Wenzel's reaction.
2: Oh, uh, I just know there was scenes in that movie where I could already hear Wenzel scream laugh, and
1: Oh, yeah, yeah right. Next oh, to yeah.
2: me. It was kind of yeah, sad I, that I we didn't have that experience. But you know what? Yeah. I still heard it in my head.
1: Yeah. Wenzel was there with us in spirit. So Wenzel got to see the movie like a full 36 ish hours before us, I guess, just with how they release movies in the Philippines and also the time difference. Because um, I guess the, it, this movie came out on Wednesday in some markets. And Wenzel, being 13 hours ahead of us, got to see it, like, Tuesday night, our time. Yeah. And Wenzel's, and Wenzel goes, Yup, I cried, my dad cried. Uh, my mom cried, everybody mom cried. cried. This, this is the hardest Probably,
2: my dad's ever cried at a movie.
1: Yeah. And he goes, Probably the best Marvel movie. And it's, like, not overhyping it at fucking all. Wenzel goes full fiver on it. And then, uh, yeah. it's It's there. Like, I mean, I've said my piece about the movie, but... It's it's a full five. I I don't know how anything. Again, I want to rewatch Spider Man, but Spider Man to me is such like a theatrical experience because just being in the theater when Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield show up and the whole theater, especially like when it happened, you know, December twenty twenty one, kind of like one of the first big outings out again after like all the crazy COVID stuff, and people just going fucking ape shit in the yeah like people losing their fucking mind <laughs> like i mean it, like people lost their fucking shit for that and like this movie doesn't have that anymore just again with it landing where it is and you know just it not being that movie but i i don't know man like the the emotional highs of this movie were as high as any definitely any marvel movie but like you know this just it, at at this point, like, the MCU feels nostalgic to me, and I hate to say that, but, like, fucking Iron Man came out 15 fucking years ago.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's over half my life, so...
1: Yeah, it's over half of our lives. And, you know, it's, and, yeah, everything in the MCU doesn't hit, and I'm not about to go to bat for a fucking billion dollar corporation. Like, I'm, no, not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not fucking shilling your shit or anything. But, if you want
2: uh, to hear uh, me dumping on an MCU thing, go listen to the Thor Love and Thunder review.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, there's definitely been stuff like Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Not huge on it. it was I haven't fine. seen it
2: yet. I'm going to watch it. I feel like I would like it more than you. Possibly. Because uh, uh, you also didn't care for the um, Doctor Strange. No, I, I like Doctor Strange. Oh, that was other people. Never mind.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm four on Doctor Strange. I thought Doctor Strange was good, and I saw Doctor Strange in theaters twice. So. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, another example is I love Thor: Love and Thunder,
2: which um, no, but no. I
1: fucking hated the Eternals. I
2: and love you, the Eternals. You and
1: Wendell love the Eternals, so I mean, they're, they're, it's definitely not like you know. Sh- but I, as far as the MCU goes, like I, this feels like as good as it can get now. And it, it almost feels like an end of an era. Cause this these are like at least the last big group of people from fate, like, you know, the Infinity Saga and like their yeah. story's kind of over now. Um and obviously we're you know, we're probably getting the Star Lord series and stuff, but like them as a collective, like together as the OG guardians, like that that chapter has seemingly been shut for yeah. now. Um
2: But they're not dead, so they're out no. just chilling.
1: Yeah, none of them are dead, so it's like a pretty happy ending, which I feel like a lot of the Marvel movies lately haven't had. Weirdly enough, like I mean, you think about Spider Man didn't, Doctor Strange didn't. Uh, I, I, guess I mean, Thor technically,
2: did. Thor did have a happy ending, but I was not happy at all when it. Ended. No, no.
1: I, yeah, Thor kind of had a happy ending. I'm trying to think what else recently. Like, Marvel movie-wise.
2: I mean, Doctor Strange wasn't. I, I can't remember if you said that.
1: Doctor, Doctor Strange wasn't a happy ending. Spider-Man definitely wasn't a happy ending.
2: No, no, that was sad.
1: Um, Shang-Chi, like, kind of in the middle. Yeah. A, a lot of the movies, too, a lot of the MCU movies lately have just been so fucking open-ended they're, like, obviously, like, already setting up for the sequel. at the end, Like, Doctor Strange, for instance. Yeah. Doc, Doctor Strange ends being like, oh, I hope you come to the theater for Doctor Strange 3. It's just like, fuck, that's not even announced. How many years out are we from that?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not coming for probably another six years. Well, no, it's MCU, so probably another two. Uh, I,
1: I feel like... Am I- I feel like their slate through 2025 is announced. I could
2: be oh, wrong. Oh, what the fuck?
1: But I don't know. I, like, I, and when I see something good from the MCU, like watching Guardians, I'm like, man, I really need to catch up on the on the Marvel shows. It's so fucking daunting, and I've only not seen two shows. I'm only
2: watching the stuff that I'm interested in at this point. Yeah, I, right. I haven't seen the um, Marvel or Miss Marvel thing. Mm-mm,
1: I haven't. Seen uh, what was Marvel.
2: the other ones that are recently?
1: I didn't watch She Hulk.
2: She Hulk. I need to finish She Hulk as I actually really liked She Hulk, the first few episodes.
1: I'm trying to think. I like I'll watch uh, Secret Invasion.
2: Yes, that seems like it's essential for the uh, Marvels movie.
1: Yeah, that definitely seems like something you're gonna. And, and that's the thing, like She-Hulk I guess doesn't seem too essential for me to watch.
2: But I've been to... spoiled about the ending. It might be.
1: Oh well fuck me. Um I was trying to see what other Yeah, okay, so I just I only haven't seen Miss Marvel and She-Hulk. She-Hulk was the last one to come out.
2: And also, I still haven't finished the Captain America one because, Jesus Christ, it feels so slow.
1: It, the last three episodes are better than the first three, but like it's still not like a great show. I, I still think the best MCU show so far has been Loki.
2: Yes, um, yeah, I love Loki.
1: Yeah, Loki was really fucking good. I'm super excited for season two. But I, I do think they are slowing down on the TV production. Now, oh, like,
2: especially because of the fucking rider strike, a Blade even said they halted production.
1: Well, I, I meant before the rider strike. I, oh, I yeah. think they, yeah, they were yeah. only going to try to do like maybe two shows a year. Um. Yeah. Obviously, the the writer strike is probably going to slow things down a little bit, unless they get some fucking scabs. And if you're a scab, I hope you're not listening to this podcast because we don't fucking want you.
2: Yeah. Just uh, you know, let this strike happen as long as they need it to. Uh, also, just because there's too much Marvel stuff right now, just let people consume what's out already.
1: Yeah, I I, I do feel like, especially 2022 last year, they hit like critical mass. Is like mm, there is too much Marvel stuff we can put out in a year, and because
2: there was a point where I was like, "There's I, I I can't care about yeah. everything."
1: Yeah, I mean, even Star Wars too. Like, kind of the same deal. Like, and I still haven't watched. Mandalorian Season 3, I haven't watched Book of Boba Fett, I haven't watched Ondor, and I have heard that Ondor is, like, maybe the best Star Wars thing ever, and I just I haven't watched it. <laughs> Didn't watch ah- uh, Ahsoka. Did Ahsoka come out?
2: I don't think so.
1: No, what? Oh, she was in Mandalorian Season 2, that's why. Okay, that's why I'm getting confused. About. But yeah, it's, it's a lot, and then there's just, like, good stuff to watch all the time. So, you know, it, the your viewing portfolio. You don't just have to watch the MCU and Star Wars. And yeah,
2: the I'm a gamer first, okay, Disney? I... I'll play yeah, Jedi Survivor of- before I watch Mandalorian Season 3.
1: And Kingdom Hearts. Put fucking Darth Vader in Kingdom Hearts 4.
2: And put Grogu in Kingdom Hearts as a Beyblade, or a
1: Keyblade. And put Beyblade in Kingdom Hearts 4.
2: Yeah, and Goku. I forget
1: that Kingdom Hearts 4 is like a game that's in active development that we've actually have seen.
2: Yeah, uh, I mean, that was all C. Well, some of it was gameplay. Maybe 2029,
1: My guess. Maybe, I'm going to guess 2052. Uh Uh-oh. I will be 57 fucking years old when that game comes out, and I still will not have beaten Kingdom Hearts 3. Sounds right. That is my solemn swear to you, Square Enix. Actually, it's going to... that Kingdom Hearts 4 is going to take so long to come out that uh, Square Enix is going to split off into Squaresoft and Enix again, but then they will merge once more into Square Enix.
2: And it'll be called Square Penix.
1: Don't know where the P comes from. Oh, Platinum gets bought in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Square Square Penix, but it's the Platinum P. (laughs) Somebody... Somebody that's good at graphic design. <laughs> Patrick, <laughs> make make that. Um, but yeah, that was Guardians.
2: Oh, one more thing. Cosmo the dog, absolutely love Cosmo in this movie. Very Cosmo
1: reminded me of my baby girl Bailey, my little sweet pity mix so much. Uh, I love her to death and all the animals made me love my animals even more. So, tick, yes, Tac Toe Socks Bailey, if you're listening, Daddy loves you guys.
2: Tic Tac Toe or uh, Tanner's pet rats, if you don't know. Yeah, I actually don't. Think I don't I've think, think you've
1: mentioned yeah. the rats on any podcast. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we recently acquired three rats. Let me tell you, rats get fucking big.
2: Yeah, they're little, <laughs> uh, little, little uh, socks filled with rice. That's what they and, remind uh, me of. See, you would think, but like rats get, are like kind
1: of almost as big as ferrets. Yeah. They're fucking, like, way bigger and have way more personality than you even think. Like, when I think a rat, I think of, uh, of uh, a mouse. But they're a lot, cl- let's just say a rat is a lot closer to Ratatouille even Stuart Little.
2: Yeah, they've been boggling. You know what boggling is?
1: No, you're making up words.
2: Boggling is whenever they feel super cared for and loved and, like, happy. They, like, pulsate their eyes and they, like, pop out of their head a tiny bit. It's not dangerous or harmful. It's just them, like, essentially purring.
1: Oh yeah, no, I've definitely be- so like ours uh, do this thing also Riley got them from a because um, she didn't want to get like because a lot of your rats you buy in pet stores are like sickly and disease ridden yeah. usually only bring in rats for like feeder rats so really the only ethical way you can get rats is through a breeder um, <laughs> so <laughs> Riley got these rats from a fucking breeder which, holy fuck That's a story in and of itself. I'll tell on a podcast one day. But, um, so these are, like, pure, like, fucking pure bread. Premium rat. Premium rats, which, by the way, premium rats cost $25 a piece. Oh,
2: damn, Uh, that's not bad at all. I was expecting, like, several hundreds.
1: No, not as expensive as you would think. They're fucking $25. Also, rats only live, like, between two and four years.
2: Yeah, it, it's sad, but uh, yeah, they're, it's pretty they're great sad. little babies.
1: Yeah, they're already, like, three months old. I'm like, oh, my God. Because, so, also learn that rats age. Oh, my God. How many years did she tell me? Uh, Three. rat Rats age three years every month they're alive. Like, that's the rat year equivalent.
2: That's a rat curse right there. Damn. Yeah.
1: So, like, when a rat is one in human years and rat years, they're 36.
2: Jesus yeah, Christ!
1: It's, yeah, it's pretty fucked. But anyways, um, they do like do like the purr, like teeth clattering thing when uh like they get close and like bundled up. The like you can just hear them and they're going like, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. My mic won't pick it up, but it's like <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's really fucking cute. I, I didn't think I would like enjoy having the rats as much as I do, but they have just as much personality as any other animal.
2: Yeah, I'd rather have a pet uh, rat than a hamster, because, well, I've had a hamster at one point, and all it
1: would do was bite you. Well, that and hamsters, like, is is it hamsters or... I'm trying to think what my sister and brother-in-law had when they first started dating. Anyways, they had either hamsters or gerbils, and eventually just one day they all went crazy, and two of them ganged up on one and ate it.
2: Yeah, that's hamsters. The other two
1: started eating each other.
2: Yeah, that's hamsters.
1: Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. But uh, yeah, that was Guardians Three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great movie, uh,
2: five stars. I love
1: it. Yeah, easy fiver. I, I feel like if we do any sort of like movie, favorite movies of twenty twenty three at the end of the year, like this movie without a shadow of a doubt is going to be talked about. On oh that yeah, podcast. yeah, yeah, yeah. At least, well, at least for me, Colton Winslow.
2: While it may not be my favorite movie of the year so far, it's still very much so up there. What,
1: what do you have above it? Just curious. Ah, uh,
2: let me think. By think, let me look at my phone. Okay, damn. Because you went you went five on it, correct? Yeah. Okay. Let me sort by uh, average rating. Highest first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on, Colty. Uh, no. Sort by, um, year. That feel like that'd work better.
1: Weird that you don't just keep a list of your running.
2: I don't because I'm not a nerd like you.
1: You're looking on your
0: fucking letterbox. If you have a letterbox account, you're a fucking nerd.
2: Oh, shit. I guess so. I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking Skinnymarink was this year.
1: No, Skinner Rink's dog shit doo doo. I do count no. Skinner as 2023 because 2023 was the year it got the wide release. Um But even then you went four and a half on Skinner
2: I know, but I still feel like Skinner Rink left a bigger mark on me.
1: Yeah, being a mid movie.
2: No. Uh... Yeah, I guess it's my uh, best movie of 2023.
1: There we go. I don't Stay think for long. For... Yeah, we got a ton of bangers coming up. We got fucking Spider Man in a couple of weeks. Mission Impossible. Oppenheimer. Barbie. Barbie. Uh fuck. Transformer. I don't think Transformers will dethrone it but Transformers will be fun.
2: It'll be a fun time. Um,
1: it'll be a fun time. Uh probably some other movies I'm forgetting right now. I mean fuck. How many was in our fantasy league? Like 18? Most of them They're sounded okay.
2: Uh Gran Turismo. Uh, uh definitely not, but uh uh, I'll Gran Turismo check it looks like out.
1: a fun popcorn movie. Now, if it comes out that that movie's two hours and forty eight minutes long, I will refuse to see it out of fucking spite.
2: But if it comes out to be two hours and forty eight minutes long, and it's also regarded as one of the best movies of all time, I will watch it.
1: Sure, but also if Gran Turismo comes out and it's like seventy eight minutes, oh, oh yeah, yeah, buddy, that's a good movie right there. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this right-after review of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I have been your host, Tanner. Uh, thank you for listening. You can follow us at AYCH Podcast. We're on SoundCloud. Search All You Can Hear Podcast. Go to the AYCH Extra feed, because let me tell you, it has been fucking popping. Just recently, we have dropped the first episode of Goaty Gang, where uh, me and a panel of my closest best buds, uh not Colt. Colt wasn't invited. Fuck you, Colt. Um, Try to crown the best movie starting with the 2010s. Try to crown the best movie, the best video game of the 2010s. We're going to do the top 25, but first we have to go through every year of the 2010s and determine the top 10 to determine what movie, what games even make it. So we just released 2010. It's three hours of fucking heartbreak, but there's a little triumph at the end. So go listen to that. We got Muscle Orchestra on the Extra feed. We got fucking BBC Backlog Boys, Big Booty Backlog Boys over on the AYCH Extra Feet. Colt and I just did our Hi-Fi Rush review uh, last week. Go listen to that. We have our fucking banter episode coming out in a few weeks. Let me tell you, looking at the Google Doc, we're looking to go for some fucking length.
2: Yeah, there's a lot to talk about there. And it's
1: going to be a big one. So go, go listen to the whole Backlog Boys feed. First episode of Instruction Booklet came out, if you're listening to this day of release, came out yesterday. Uh, go listen to that. Uh, Jeremy and Michael going fucking crazy with that video game history shit in there I didn't even know. And I am the world's smartest and bravest gamer. Uh, fuck, what else? Patrick and Chris uh, Wilkman, as we uh, call him, uh, because we know too many fucking Chrises. Uh, talked about Power Rangers over on the extra feed. Go fucking check that shit out, and we have a ton of other cool stuff coming on the AYCH extra feed. So go listen to that. Follow us on Twitch, Twitch.tv/allyoucanhear. We've been popping over there, been doing some live streams. Have y'all heard of this uh, Twitch live streaming? We're doing it. Yeah. Also, we're uploading vods to YouTube. Search at AYCH Podcast or All You Can Hear. Uh, I've, I've started doing some first impressions. Right now we got three of them. People seem to be liking them. We're going to do more of them. So, Yeah, uh,
2: Tanner's the next ninja of not A lot Fortnite. of people are
1: saying this. Lots of people are fucking saying that I am... Um. People are saying I'm like a mixture of Ninja and Fred.
2: Yeah, the, the next Tyler Ninja Blevins Fred. His name was Lucas, right? Something like that. Yeah,
1: I I, want, I wanted to say Fred's name was Tyler, but I could not remember Ninja's name. So Ninja's name in my head was just Ninja Blevins.
2: No, it's Tyler.
1: Yeah, no, I, I realized that his... Do you think Ninja will ever be so desperate for fame that he will change his legal first name to Ninja? I hope he does. You know, Ultimate Warrior did that before he cut a promo in the ring and fucking died on the way to the car. Um,
2: his name was Ultimate Warrior when he died. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs>
1: yeah. Did you not know that? No. Yeah, he legally changed. Fuck. And he did it like way after he was an active wrestler too. Um. Fuck Colt. Let me let me get you this little Ultimate Warrior piece of shit, so you can make fun of him. Um.
0: Ultimate Warrior. Fuck. When did he change his
1: name? His birth name was James Hellwig.
2: Okay, that's boring.
1: Yeah, I agree. Personal life. Uh, oh, awesome. Problematic stuff. In here. All this
2: made me think: is uh, all old people should just change their name when they feel like they're about to kick
1: it? Oh, he okay. I'm sorry. He didn't change his first name to Ultimate. He did change his last name to Warrior, though.
2: Uh, okay, so he's James uh, Warrior.
1: And be, yeah, uh, because apparently it was like a copyright issue, so he had to change his name to Warrior.
2: That's weird. That's so strange.
1: Yeah, you'll also know. Um, yeah, a piece of shit, dude. Though I can't believe he was only fifty-four when he fucking died because he looks about eighty.
2: He was only fifty-four. What the
1: fuck? Yeah, dude. Steroids will. Yeah, when you think of because he died in twenty fourteen. So, his yeah. heyday as a performer was like. Fuck. Mm, early 90s? He's like 28. What the fuck? Like at the height of his shit, like between 28 and 31. And yeah, he dies in 2014, and he's fucking only 54 years old. Pretty crazy. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at 101495. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Colt? You got any plugs? Uh, yeah, my name's
2: Colt. Follow me on Twitter, ColtD00. Um, go uh, watch this movie, if you haven't already. Um, if you haven't, also, sorry for spoiling it, uh, you should not have listened.
1: Listen, you know the deal with these fucking things.
2: Sway rolls.
1: Alright, Colt, sing us off into Oblivion.
2: I'm a crape. I'm a
0: widow.